1: music There's, um, yeah very very beautiful thank you um, I didn't catch the name um, I see that um, I think it's Carrie had written thank you Patty so it's Patty someone I'm guessing I'm guessing ah, Patty Griffin Patty Griffin really beautiful music thank you so much and um, Larry said he's listening was listening to the music in tears listening in tears it's so beautiful. Thank you and Aloha to everyone. Aloha Lynn, <laughs> Aloha Larry, Carrie, and um, hi Roy, I see Roy's in the room, Energizer, Aloha, and Dove, Aloha Dove, hey Hazel, Aloha, and um, of course Carrie and Lynn, they're just reading up the names on the board. Thank you, um, always so lovely to be here sharing. So this week... I'm at Lesson 7, again, we're looking at Lesson 7 in the Way of Knowing, in the Way of Mastery. Um, If you've got the Shani Christo version, then it's lesson. it comes up as Lesson 31 in the Shani Christo version. And it is titled, Placing Your Trust and Loyalty in Love. Placing Your Trust and Loyalty in Love. And just a quick overview for those that may be new to the Way of Mastery is, uh, this is a a channeled material by John Mark Hammer and uh, the message tells us that the the material is from Jeshua, Jesus, um, and the Christ Council. So um, it's broken into three uh, sections and then plus there was another one that came later. But The Way of Mastery, uh, the three sections that I have here in this book in front of me is, The Way of the Heart the way of transformation, the way of knowing. We're right near the end of the way of the knowing. So, there is another beautiful book um, that I'm going to, uh, feeling drawn to share on when I finish this. There's only four lessons left um, in this book, in the way of knowing. And then I'll be picking up the way of the servant, which is very beautiful. All of this is so beautiful and so poetic, and the way of the servant just kind of Delivers us into the heart of God, into the heart of our true self. I mean, this this really does, but it just kind of, it just, for me, it felt like when I read The Way of the Servant that um, just a, a, a real feeling of just being home. So beautiful. So um, that will come next after The Way of Knowing. So today, so it's Lesson 7 in The Way of Knowing, or if you have the Shani Cristo version again, it's Lesson 31 the title, again, is Placing Your Trust and Loyalty in Love. So I did share on some of this last week, this lesson, and I'm going to pick up where I feel guided to begin here. Jeshua was asking us in this section here, where have you placed your loyalty? Where have you placed your loyalty? I'm <laughs> looking back at the board. Roy's put a pineapple up on the board. <laughs> I just cut up a pineapple... A couple of days ago, and that was so sweet, so juicy. Um, Yeah, I love pineapples (laughs) here in Aloha land. So yummy, 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 yummy. I remember when, that reminds me when JM was here um, with a retreat, holding a retreat here on Oahu last November. Again, here's the channel of the Wave Mastery. When he was here, we were saying, yummy, 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 I got love in my tummy. Alrighty, so um, looking here, I'm going to read some and then share some from this lovely uh, section in the way of knowing. Where have you placed your loyalty? Jeshua asks us, he tells us, look well then to see what you have chosen to be loyal to. And if you have chosen to be loyal to something of the world, you have actually been using loyalty as a way to overcome fear. Think about it. I have often said that what is not love is only fear. In a state of love, there is no clinging, there is no denial. There is nothing obstructed in the nature of the body's experience. One renders into Caesar that which is Caesar's. One sweats in the hot summer sun. One simply is where one is, but the mind, the essence of your identity, is as love. All of the rest of it is superfluous. Just looking back at this um, message from Joshua. Uh, in a state of love, there is no clinging, there is no denial. When we get really clear, when we become really aware, when we step back, choosing to look through the eyes of love with the Holy Spirit, with God's voice, with God, we find that we come to witness that when we're um, believing in the story of separation, in the story of separation, we come to find that in every moment what we come to witness is if we're not clinging or attaching to it, then we could be pushing it away. When we're not facing love when we're not choosing love in that moment when we're caught up in the story of separation, we're either attaching to it or if we're not, we could be pushing it away and the pushing away sometimes can be so subtle. It can be so subtle. We think that we're just you know, easily turning away from that and looking toward love. But when we get really clear, when we get really, when we really take a step back and have a good look, we can witness at times that when we turn away from something in this, uh, seeming world of separation, when we turn away and we think, well, okay, I'm going to choose love over here, we can be pushing. There's a subtle pushing away. So what we want to, we come to find that, um, When we get really clear, looking through the eyes of love, love embraces all. Love doesn't push anything away. It doesn't attach to anything. It doesn't push anything away. Love is allowing and all-embracing. I've come to find that allowing and all-embracing does come hand-in-hand. really comes hand-in-hand. We move through that um, place of allowance. We really let go. We really allow, we're we're allowing God, we're allowing all to unfold as it is, even in the confusion, the seeming separated idea of of, um, a tiny mad idea Jeshua talks about. We can allow it to be knowing that all is unfolding for the greater good of all, and that trusting that, trusting that God really does have a handle on everything. (laughs) That Holy Spirit, the voice of the God, in charge of the Atonement, really does have a handle on everything, and that when we trust that, we can step back and really let love lead the way, let love show us the way. We come to realize that we are that love that is showing us the way, that we are not separate from that but one where so we're really come to witness that we're stepping out of the shoes of fear. The shoes the idea of separation and we're stepping back into the shoes of well realizing that they're really one pair of shoes. <laughs> that there really is just the true self here, the one self here. Remembering self or forgetting self. And when we choose to remember self, we're stepping in the shoes of love and we embrace the shoes of the forgetful one, realizing that we um, can embrace that and that now we've chosen to remember. We can embrace all of it. So there's no denying, no pushing away, no pulling toward or attaching, but we come to find that in our complete allowance. Is when we really move into that stage of, of listening to the Holy Spirit all the time, and we completely allow then we are able to embrace all, realizing that we just allowed ourselves <laughs> and just embraced ourselves, come to witness that it really, truly is a journey of self, it's a journey of ourselves. Let me get really clear there. God, when there is mention of God extending self, uh, of God uh, wishing to know thyself, we, we get clear, we, we, we look through the eyes of love, we become the witness of God extending self to know thyself. We come to witness too, is there any ending to that? How beautiful when we come to witness, looking through the eyes of love, that there is no ending to anything. <laughs> there truly is no ending. Jeshua tells us clearly today, he tells us in the way of last year, that right here, right now, Jeshua is right here, right now, beyond the body. He is always, he's still right now, desiring more of God, more of God, more of God, knowing self deeper and deeper, remembering, knowing, fully in alignment. God, just knowing God, knowing God, desiring God more and more, deeper and deeper. And how beautiful, you know, does there have to be any ending to that? Come to witness that if we use the word done, (laughs) D O N E, we say, oh, we're done. Oh, we're awake. We're done. (laughs) We come to witness there is no done. There just isn't any finishing. There's no ending. It's all eternal eternal unfolding of God knowing himself more and more. And uh, Roy read on the board, encompassing all things is the love we are. Yeah, it's beautiful. Thank you, Roy. Encompassing all things is the love we are. We are present as love, being love in that moment of encompassing, of embracing, holding, in the heart center, knowing, but also releasing. Holding and releasing, we come to witness that that is the union of truth all at once. We hold dear to our heart, yet we release it at the same time. Simultaneously, we witness what it is to love and hold and release and embrace, embracing, allowing, allowing, embracing. beautiful and we really uh, become clear, get, get really clear and become that witness of um, the freedom of love, the freedom of truth, our freedom, Comes to witness that we never were caught in a body or caught in, in, a, in prison cells, Comes to find that we were always free but the mind is where, we, as we step back and really and step into the shoes of truth, we witness that it's just—it's in the mind where we're really freeing ourselves. It's just a tiny, mad idea. Jeshua goes on to share what is here. Jeshua and the Christ Council. I share with us, you find yourself in a maze of events called space and time. By this, I mean, by this I mean you find yourself going to a job, you find yourself in a certain third dimensional relationship, but you are not hoodwinked into thinking that this place, this context, is the all. It is only an opportunity for you to be the one He loves in the midst of that context, simply for the sake of knowing love. The career, or the mate, or the car, or the garden, or the boat can come and go, for whatever is begun in time, ends in time, but your delight is in loving and embracing and being the field in which these events rise and fall. hidden that last sentence there. Your delight is in loving and embracing and being the field in which these events rise and fall.
0: So allowing
1: them in that in this place, we become aware of our allowance, allowing them to rise and fall. Embracing and being the field, being the field and that embracing not being separate from, realizing we're not separate from and allowing all to rise and fall, knowing that there is a beginning and ending in time, as Yeshua is sharing with here, the boat, the mate, the car, the garden, comes and goes, begins and ends in time, but we're very aware that there's an eternalness, an eternalness that is right here, right now, that can hold, that is holding all of this. And when we step into those shoes of truth, we realize we are that, that is holding, that is embracing. As Roy had written, encompassing all things is the love that we are. Encompassing all things. That's what Joshua is sharing with us here. Delight is in loving and embracing and being the field in which these events rise and fall. We witness that there really is no other than love. There truly is no other than love. There is no other than God. And we become aware. We become the watcher, the witness of what is seemingly arising and falling. That is love is everywhere, through this and about this and embracing this. and we uh, step into those shoes that where we've always been embracing all of this all of the rising and falling. Joshua shares with us here if you are a loyal if you are loyal to a person, place or thing look well to see, is there underneath a fear that you have not yet been honest about? Are you being loyal in order to have this person place or thing approve of you and stay with you so that you get something that you want? And there is nothing wrong with that. Do not think that because you look and see, you know the bottom line is, I really like this job and the $120,000 a year that it pays me, I really like the sense of security that gives me. That there is anything wrong. It doesn't mean you have to give it up and go live penniless on the street what matters is that you become perfectly honest with what you are doing and with, and withdraw the tendency of the mind to say, well, I'm really doing this career because I believe that the product that we create is making a huge impact on the planet. I believe we can really make things different. And besides, we give jobs and we give money to charities. That's why I'm here. Joshua says, oh, nonsense. <laughs> Joshua tells us, nonsense. In the world you will do what you do because of where you place your value. This is why I have often said if you want to know truly what you idolize, what you are committed to, what you most deeply believe, merely look at where you are, who you are with and what you are doing with your time and how you feel about it truthfully. Those that insist on saving up money for a rainy day, merely stating. I believe there can be a rainy day unless I do something to prevent it. Their trust has been placed in their power to manipulate and use the world to create what they perceive they must have. And it is very, very different than the trust of the one awakened in God who knows that whatever arises and passes away in the field of space and time is inconsequential because that mind is so identified with being the presence of love that the body-mind could contract cancer tomorrow and say, who cares? <laughs> so being in that place, we were truly okay with anything that's arising and falling. We come to witness that that is, that's the freedom. That's the freedom we hear those speak of that have tasted that fire and Katie. I witness, a great witness to um, sharing of what it is, to watch everything arise and fall. Um, what is that CD set? A Thousand Names for Joy. Witnessing, looking through the eyes of love in so many ways, witnessing seemingly um, horrific events to some, that some would see as horrific events, that she's watching it rise and fall, and um, just witnessing love right there, looking through the eyes of love watching whatever arises and pass away in the field of space and time, realising as Jeshua tells us here, she realises it's inconsequential and she makes that clear and, and gives a number of examples. It's really beautiful to witness that in that place. That that deep of letting go, that deepness of allowing and embracing and being so present to love being the love that is holding all that is arising and passing, but also letting go of all that is arising and passing. I'm looking back at the board here and um, uh, Carrie, Carrie wrote on the board, in Christianity the sacred heart, in Buddhism bodhicitta uh, the tender and fearless heart that accepts all and rejects Nothing that Jesus exemplifies to so many of us. Thereby all becomes purified, transmuted, integrated, and wholeness is remembered, known again. Beautiful. Uh, I just got fire and heart and fire. <laughs> my emo version of the Sacred Heart, my favorite symbol. That's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and and we come to witness that here it is that's a complete allowance the embracing, the fire and the heart she's got the symbol of the fire and the heart and the fire so it looks like from here when I'm looking at these symbols the fire embracing the heart and we witness the heart embracing the fire there's really um, we come to witness there really is no separation When we witness there is no duality there is no love or fear, love, or fire, that it's all-embracing, all-encompassing, all-enjoining, no separation. And as uh, Carrie wrote there, purified, transmuted, integrated, and wholeness is remembered. As the duality, the idea of duality, the idea of two-ness falls away, as we allow it to arise all the idea of separation, to rise and fall, rise and fall, we witness, so we begin to remember, we really truly remember the the truth of who we are, and we drop deeper and deeper, the more that we allow and embrace. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. Thank you, Carrie. It's really lovely. Back here, um, Joshua shares with us here those that insist on saving up money for a rainy day are merely saying, I believe there can be a rainy day unless I do something to prevent it. Their trust has been placed in their power to manipulate and use the world to create what they perceive they must have. It is very, very different than the trust of the one awakened in God who knows that. Oh, here we go. I'm reading this again, but that's okay. I guess meant to be reading it again. Um, And it is very, very different than the trust of the one awakened in God who knows that whatever arises and passes away in the field of space and time is inconsequential. Because that mind is so identified with being, the presence of love, that the body-mind... Could contract cancer tomorrow and say, who cares?
0: <laughs> who
1: cares? Keeps okay, reminding me of Byron Katie. It's so beautiful if you uh, listen to that uh, CD set, Thousand Names for Joy, and that's just the feeling that you really receive. so fully dropped into the uh, just that presence, being the presence of love. And really just being the witness of everything arising and falling. But that's the feeling. It's like, okay, God's will is done. So beautiful. Larry put on the board the fire with the number one in the middle, then the fire on the other side. So beautiful. And we can witness, you know, really just looking through the eyes of love, asking to look, you know, see this through the eyes of love. Can we see any difference? Are we looking for any difference? Are we looking for the oneness, for the truth within the fire? Larry put on the board. Thanks, Larry. It's beautiful. We're looking through the eyes of fear. We'll be choosing to break it down, to see differences, to see the separation, to compare, to idolize. We're looking through the eyes of love. Love sees no differences. God sees sameness, equalness, godliness. And Larry wrote on the board, there's a, a daily quote, If you take one step toward God, God will come nine steps toward you. That's a Hindu saying. Thank you, Larry. It's beautiful. If you take one step toward God, God will come nine steps toward you. And don't we come to witness that, that as we open our hearts, as we embrace remembrance of who we truly are as we embrace God, we come to witness that God moves in very quickly. The truth of who we are opens up very quickly. It just takes a little nudge of um, that splash of remembrance, a splash of desire, of the will, the will to remember. We turn that way, we face God, we face the truth, we face love, and in that instant, all is ours, our memory is there in that instant, in the holy instant of opening up and embracing God, accepting God fully and completely. Um, Larry sees a fire, a heart, or oh, the one in the middle is the heart to Larry, and the fire, yes, yeah. Yeah, we see all the same, huh? <laughs> we didn't see any difference. The one is the heart. The one is all. The one is love. The fire, all of the fire, you can embrace the love. The love embraces the fire and the heart, and it's all so beautiful. So oh, I always see a heart comes up as the number as, Oh, for you. Maybe my screen doesn't show it, but isn't it beautiful? The one, how how beautiful is that? That you know, seeing the one. And then you sing the heart that is <laughs> it's all the same. It's so beautiful. Roy wrote on the board, As we draw closer to God we will learn of our certainties. Mm. Yeah. No more guessing or uh this the guesswork falls away. The um you know, we could read something in a book and go, oh yeah, well that sounds good, that feels good, okay, I'm liking that, that feels good, it's a belief toward God, but to really, uh, when we really open up to God, and we really truly are willing to know ourselves, those certainties become ours, we become certain of the truth within, when we know, when we open up, and we truly, we move beyond any words of the book, beyond the words of the Master, but we take them into our heart and we Go um, beyond. We open up our heart to experience ourselves, to remember ourselves, to be the experience, to be the love. We open up our hearts, and in that, that's um, where the certainty truly lies. We really open our heart and we experience truth. We experience God. We experience light, love. We're experiencing. Then we know we jump into the knowing. Jeshua shares with us in the way of mastery. Earlier on, we move from the belief, the belief in separation, the belief in two-ness. We move from that to a belief in God, to a belief in oneness. We begin to believe in the truth. We begin to listen to the voice of love, the voice of wisdom. We follow that voice of wisdom, the voice of love. We begin to build this belief in God. And then we drop into the knowing. From there, we drop into the knowing, into the knowing of God, the knowing of truth, the remembrance of God. I'm very clear that, that that's how you know we move through the journey from belief in the idea of separation, belief in separation, to belief in oneness, belief in truth, in God. Then our hearts really open We really drop into that awareness that truth, that remembrance of God as God realizing that we are not separate from God and Carrie wrote on the board one of the very most powerful, challenging and healing parts of the course for me back in the day and still sometimes is about being God's treasure yeah yeah we can hear it, right? We can hear it. We read the words. But until we actually taste it, to really open up and we invite, we know in our hearts that we are willing and open to invite God into every core of our being, into the core of our being, into the core of every cell, to take up residency in every, in every part of us. And then we begin to witness, we begin to taste the essence of ourselves as God. Witnessing the uh, God's treasure, uh, as I feel into that, the the treasure of the uh, creativity, God creating the Holy Son in the image and likeness, God extending self. For me, it, it becomes it, it became very clear as I became very aware. Of, you know, we are God in extension, God extending to know thyself. So beautiful. Yeah, and <laughs> Carrie wrote in. Every hidden corner, nook and cranny of our mind eats Yeah, exactly. We open up every every part of who we are. We invite God into every part. All of us, we realize that um, to really receive God fully, we open fully. The heart opens fully. The mind, the soul, the, all of us, the cells of our being, we invite God into every part of us. We're willing to receive, we're willing to remember and be. And Roy board, We are the pearl of great value, ask before seeking, you will find. Yeah, so beautiful too. We are the pearl of great value, ask before seeking and you will find. That whole asking, that asking, um, we come to find that that, that never ceases. We, we ask and that that's, The desire, I feel, that Jeshua speaks of, even today, beyond the body, Jeshua, desiring more of God, more of God. There's a desiring, there's that desire, more of God, more of God. We're asking more of God. Show me more, more. You know, we're asking. So when we turn to love, we ask, we come to find that we're continually dropping in, continually just remaining open, to receiving more of God, more of God. And, and that feels to me that asking, asking you shall find this thing is probably the most, uh, for me along my journey, it was, it's where it started for me and where it still is today. Dropping into that, just really being very welcoming spirit, opening with the Holy Spirit, realizing we are that, yet we still continue to ask and find more of God, more of God. And, and Joshua speaks to desire, which I feel is really important in the way of Mastery. He speaks to desire. There was some confusion for me um, uh, come about on my journey um, around desire. And Joshua speaks to the desire in the way of Mastery, and he shares with us that God created the Son out of desire. That if it wasn't for desire, we we wouldn't exist. (laughs) We are created out of the desire of God. And as we really sit with this, I remember as Joshua was sharing with us in the way of Mastering, just really sitting with it, coming to realize in the heart, coming to realize that we are desire. We are desire desiring. God in extension, extending. Extending self. We have that desire, we are desiring, always desiring, asking. And so that to me, that asking, and you shall find, um, that feels like it's the core of, of all of this, is that when we witness, come to the witness that to have a will, to have the will to remember God, to know God, comes from a desire within, there's a desire there to remember truth, to remember God, to remember who we truly are. And um, something that we come to realize is coming from the core of who we are. It's, it's the core of who we are, is that desire, the willingness. And carry around the board, that feels like fire.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, doesn't it? It feels like fire. It's, it's like deep and, and just... Beautiful flames of spirit and flames of self. It's just, a, yeah, it was beautiful. The beloved, Carrie wrote, the beloved of the beloved, really feeling it. Yeah. Thank you, Carrie, for all of our beautiful um, sharing and, and opening and just really feeling in this um, together as we are always together. Looking back here at the book. Uh, Jeshua tells us, The mind that rests in freedom has learned to transfer trust and loyalty to love. That mind has come to enjoy the peace that comes with only loving. For what harm can come to the mind that simply loves, who looks upon all things and sees its perfect innocence and plays in the kingdom provided by that one's father? the kingdom of the body-mind, the kingdom of space and time, the kingdom of the power to choose love over fear. This is why I suggested this simple thought. Suffering comes from being identified with form, whether it be the body, a belief, a career, or a context of experience of any kind. For all experience comes and goes, liberation and deep peace come from being identified with content. And again, there's a, again, the Byron Katie, uh, Thousand Men's Joy is coming up for me here. Um, the suffering comes from being identified with form. It's a very clear, um, as she has no identification with the arising and falling of all, allowing it all to be so deeply um, trans- transcending, transcends through all that. She, you know, coming to witness that there is no identification with the form. It's just total allowance. Witnessing that there is nothing that can ever harm our eternalness. That's the feeling that's arising for me now, that there is nothing that can harm the eternalness of who we are, that can harm the core, the truth, the beingness, the allness of who we are. Nothing can ever cause any gash in that, any split, any separation. There's absolutely nothing. we become the witness to that as we're looking through the eyes of love. Jeshua tells us by content we simply mean the matrix or the source out of which all possibilities are possible. It is like a musician who comes to appreciate the field of silence out of which notes can arise in a certain sequential order in order to create a beautiful melody. If it were next oh sorry, if it were not for the silence between the notes, no song could have ever touched your heart whoa, that's so beautiful hearing that after listening to that beautiful music Lynn was playing um, just before I'm going to back to the name of the beautiful music Patty Griffin by Patty Griffin reminds me of that feeling I'm going to repeat that again if it were not for the silence between the notes no song could have ever touched your heart You know, I remember a time of um, hearing Heaven's song and hearing the melody, just realizing that, that Heaven's song is always playing, that we are those notes. We are the song. We are the voice of God singing. We are that that is always playing. Heaven's song never stops. It's eternal. I remember uh, having a a realization with Holy Spirit and and in that moment, in that realization, just hearing Heaven's song, hearing the melody of Heaven, realizing that it's not separate from who we are, but it is who we are. We are Heaven's song, coming to witness that we are Heaven, we're not separate, but we're it, coming to witness. You know, I was at a group yesterday uh, and they were sharing on God being called he, she, you know, and, and it's, just, it's all God. <laughs> it's all okay. It's so, all so beautiful. And I remember having this feeling a couple of months ago waking up in the middle of the night and just, be, just being this vastness, realizing I'm, I'm it, I'm everything. We are, you are, everything. We're all of it. There's nowhere where we don't exist. It's vast, everywhere. Then again, waking up the the next morning and and just really uh, feeling into that, and and, and all that I could say, all that that came, all that I could say in this experience was, "I am it." That's it. That's all I could say was, "I am it. You are it. We are it." Capital I, it. <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know, whatever we choose, the divine, source, all of it. Whatever the experience brings for us, whatever words we can find, we as we come to know there is no words, so we can just whatever comes forth, whatever arises. <laughs> we embrace whatever arises in the moment. It's all good. It's all God. <laughs> Jesus shares with us here, the matrix of love, which is the presence of the Father, the pure intelligence, the field in which all things arise and pass away and never change. That field is like a canvas upon which the grand artist paints. But the master artist knows that without the canvas, there is nothing, and therefore honors the blank canvas first. And we come to witness that that's the feeling in allowing allowing all to rise and fall, allowing all to rise and fall. We continue to always bless that blank canvas with all that is arising from it, all that is falling, all that is arising and falling. We come to witness that it's arising from the nothingness, from where it came, arising from the everything. Nothing and everything we come to witness is all one, all the same. We continue, that's the feeling in my heart I feel here now, is that we always honor the blank canvas. We never stop honoring that. We never stop blessing that. When we stop blessing that, then we've chosen other than God. We've chosen something different. Chosen to have it our way, the little way. When we can continue to bless the blank canvas and we're blessing all that's rising out of God, all that is God, that is everywhere, witnessing that there is nothing to fix, there is nothing to change. All is beautiful. in the nothingness, and in the everythingness. There's another subtitle here in this, under this chapter, under this lesson. The lesson, again, is called Placing Your Trust and Loyalty in Love. This little section here is Limiting Beliefs Naturally Crumble as the Soul Awakens. Limits, limiting Beliefs Naturally Crumble as the Soul Awakens. Loyalty and trust are significant things to ponder. There is a process of growth, of course, but each time you begin to see that what you have placed your trust in cannot really, truly, fulfill the soul. It is as though a structure crumbles. We can witness that as we really step back. As we let something go, as we really come to realize that where we've placed our trust in a world of separation, as we really take that step back, we witness that where we truly choose, we choose love in that moment, where we truly choose to place our trust and our loyalty, we witness, we witness is a feeling of problem, feeling of like, Freedom in that moment, feeling of letting go of the fixing, of the changing, of the altering, of the idolizing, realizing that God does have a handle on everything. Holy Spirit, the charge of the atonement has a handle on everything. And as the structure crumbles, we witness that there, it wasn't really there to begin with. <laughs> but it was okay. It's all, all in the mind. It's all okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, just even feeling into that, feeling into that in the heart center. Now, just a greater, deeper knowing of the feeling that the Baron Katie that she shares and thousand names for joy that she really shares with us in, in the, the feeling of just really allowing everything to arise and fall. No attachment, no pushing away, no matter what it is. If it's an illness, a disease, if it's death, if someone has a gun pointing at us, if someone rubs us, whatever it might be, that we can still look through the eyes of love, at love, knowing all is love and this soon shall pass, it's arising in space and time, knowing, it's arising in the mind that that this shall pass, that this is not who I am, this is not our truth. Nothing can ever harm the truth of who we are, we are eternal beings. It's a feeling of really dropping into that, of really allowing that to, to really awaken within. eternalness of who we are when we know in our hearts that can never be harmed truly nothing we can never lose anything nothing can be taken away can never be harmed we can never be harmed our eternalness of who we are joshua shares with us here you as infinite being have nearly realized that you have been hoodwinked and you are withdrawing value from what you placed your trust in that feels like crumbling and it literally is a crumbling at the subtle level of energy that constructs a perceptual belief system about the nature of experience Jeshua continues here he tells us for instance to give you a simple example if one believes that they must have coffee every morning in order to get going and then later in life for whatever reason they come to see that they never needed it at all they may go ahead and enjoy their coffee but it will never be the same be for the same reason that structure of belief will crumble and they will literally see life differently How beautiful when we come to those moments when we when we do, we've chosen to see differently. It's a course of course the miracles, it's a lesson that reminds us there that we can see differently. I choose to see this differently, I will see this differently. But as we as we choose to look through the eyes of love, we're allowing that structure, the old belief, we're letting that go naturally crumbles like it never was there to begin with and there's a moving the moving from belief to belief dropping into the knowing dropping into the knowing letting go of those old belief patterns believing in the way of God believing in the truth of God in the Word of God believing in that and then really experiencing it dropping into that that experience when we do witness in our hearts that old stuff has just crumbled away that old belief has just crumbled away Joshua shares with us here each and every one of you can pause in this lesson right now (laughs) and merely ponder what structures of belief have crumbled in your life has it not always led to a sense of greater expansion deeper wisdom a more certain knowing. Take that moment, pause, merely ponder what structures of belief have crumbled in our life. Has it not always led to a sense of greater expansion, deeper wisdom and more certain knowing. Feeling into that is a feeling of just openness, a feeling of openness, opening, opening and trusting, really feeling the loyalty toward eternal life, toward God. That loyalty toward eternalness, toward the all, of self, the loyalty toward the heart of self, the core of self, the divine, the divine self. And Roy wrote on the board, um, did I read this first one before, only in dreams can we put limits on a child of God. It's beautiful, thank you Roy. And Roy also wrote, to rely upon spirit totally. To scan my thoughts and only allow the one to my heart that are worth of a creation of God. Beautiful. Thank you, Roy. Only allow the one to my heart that are worthy of the creation of God. Opening up, witnessing the truth of the divine, the divine self, the divine oneness the divine, holy son of God. Relying on spirit totally. Trust. It's what Dove always had for her. As long as I remember coming here and sharing, Dove would write, Dove's there, I see Dove is there. Maybe Dove will put it on the board for us. He puts T. Oh, he just did. Thank you, Dove. <laughs> Ask him you shall receive. He just put it on the board. T R U S T capital letters, and then for those listening in, he has a space between each one, T-R-U-S-T, and then Roy had written on the board there, to rely upon spirit totally, and then Doug put it back on the board there, to rely upon spirit totally. And we find as we read that development of trust in The Course in Miracles, in the manual for teachers moving in to from stage 5 to stage 6, Jeshua's letting us know that that's where we truly, that's where we move into 100% trust. That's where we rely on spirit totally. That's where we rely on the voice of God totally. Where we only listen to the voice of God. Where we follow the voice of God. We listen to that one voice, that beautiful voice, realizing that it embraces that voice of fear. It doesn't deny or push away, but it embraces and sees it as its friend. Without the ego, the voice of the ego, without that, how can we turn back to love? We witness that it's all our friend along the journey, along the way. That when we come to see that all that unfolded, out of the love, out of the call, all the calls for love, all that unfolded, was for us was never against us it was for us completely nothing ever happened to us Jeshua tells us clearly in the way of mastery. nothing has ever happened to us everything is unfolding for us and we come to witness that the ego is even our friend why? <laughs> it points us back to love it's a call for love It's either love or it's a call for love. When we become clear, when we begin to really embrace all of it, no more denying the ego, no more denying the idea of separation, no more denying the body or form, but realizing that spirit embraces all of that. When we step into the shoes, when we rely upon the spirit totally, we realize that it's to embrace... Totally, to allow totally. We realize that nothing is left out. If we choose, if we think that we're gonna leave the ego out, (laughs) the idea of separation out, and then we go home, we're still in denial. Come to witness that spirit does not deny anything, spirit embraces and loves all and blesses all. All is arising and falling for us for you for us nothing is ever happening to us and how beautiful is that and we come to witness that we're so at one with the Holy Spirit in the atonement in the call to go home we're so at one that we're behind all of it we're behind all of it our souls bless and thank all that is arising and falling bless all of it It's all turning us to God. It's all helping us to remember God. It's all a call for love. It's either love or a call for love.
0: And then we get really clear
1: on um, that denial, idolizing and denying, and we get really clear that there's nothing we can push away, that we embrace all of it, everything and all of it. We deny nothing. We attach to nothing and we deny nothing. Joshua shares with us here. Um, in other words, life proceeds from illusion to reality. Life proceeds from illusion to reality. As the soul awakens, it literally feels a sense of expansion and growth. But the growth has nothing at all to do with the body getting bigger, or the bank account growing, or having more children. You all know that as wisdom is reawakened in the mind, there is a sense of growth, and that kind of growth becomes all attractive to you. So as the soul awakens, it literally feels a sense of expansion of growth. We witness that, we witness the opening of the heart, the opening of the soul. It's almost like we open up, In a sense, it feels like becoming vulnerable. But then we come to realize that we go through it. That's like going through the eye of the needle, going through the darkness to get to the light, embracing the darkness in becoming, in realizing we are the light. We come to witness that that expansion, that growth, that opening the heart, opening the soul, becoming vulnerable, moving through the vulnerability to be the invulnerability. We realise we come to realise we are the invulnerability, but we move through that vulnerable, we move through the eye of the needle. We go back the way we came. Basically, that's the feeling that it feels to me is that really open up to this and feel that we, we go back back through that eye of the needle to embrace all that we never embraced when we pushed away, denied attached to or denied, pushed away, we come to witness that now we're being called to embrace everything, all of it, go back through the eye of the needle and embrace all of it to realize that we've always been home. This next section here has the title, Place Your Trust in the Love That Birthed You, place your trust in the love that birthed you. When you become so much a lover of the wisdom of a perfect union with God so that that is all that matters to you, you are already 90% free of illusion and the world will never have the power to truly find you again. Let's repeat that one. When you become so much a lover of the wisdom of perfect union with God, so that that is all that matters to you, you are already 90% free of illusion. And the world will never have the power to truly find you again. Place then your trust in the love that birthed you. When I say birthed you, I am not talking about the body. Again, this is from Jeshua. I am not talking about the body. I am not talking about your personal history, your ego, the you that I refer to exists within and prior to all of that. It is as though your Father has created you as the powerful ocean in which you have been, knowingly or unknowingly, emanating all of the waves that have become your particular experience as the soul. That is what God has created. Trust the one that created you as an infinite source of awareness that is perfectly free in every moment to decide what experience it will have. And of course there's a lot more here to share and I'll, we'll pick up there next week and um, continue on with this lesson. A lot of beautiful um, unfolding here in this lesson that uh, we can move into and share on next wednesday so um thank you so much i see that it is 12 o'clock here in um hawaii in aloha land thank you thank you dove thank you so much thank you man and thank you everyone else sharing here i'm going to um hand over the mic and sending out lots of love and lots of aloha
0: it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win